0: Welcome to Layback with Betfair. Joined by the A-Team. We're back. Hello and welcome to another edition of Layback with Betfair. Huge weekend of racing coming out. We've got Group 1s in both Melbourne and Sydney for the first time this season. And we're back to regular programming this week because the two men, that are going to help me dissect these cards and none other than Reese Goodwin, the Prince of Pakenham and Tom Haylock, the Baron of Betfair, formerly Europe. He's back. Tommy, welcome back from holiday. <laughs> Take four. Um, <laughs> that's a good start by you. I enjoyed this. Good to be back. Uh, great to see you, boys. How have you been? Really good, mate. Yeah? Really good. We've been going along well. We've had a bit of an interrupted sort of panel. We've had the Equine Genius... We had Mickey Gannon on last week who went well, but it's good to see both of you guys back in the in the chairs and I'm looking forward to talking a bit of racing. Reece, how's things, mate? Yep, very good. No Great runners back. today?
1: Uh, I do have runners today, but I've just made this show a priority mm-hmm. and I'll make sure I get to my runner later on after this. So. No, good to be back. Two Three? weeks off. Uh, no, <laughs> no. If it's winning, then I'm... Uh be City very Rock. Surprised. Yes. Yeah. Correct way. Yes. Yeah. So if it fair runs well, I'll be happy. Yeah. Fair shout that you're not there. so. No, I'm going to get there. Oh, gonna I'm going to get there. I'll no. make sure of I'm, it. I'm a good trainer like that. I don't, you, you go after good. me, onus. And
2: then you're coming <laughs> to the Betfair
1: function tonight. Yep. It's going to be a big 24 hours for me. It's fair to say I'll sleep well tonight. Sorry, yeah.
0: guys. I'm clearing out my sock drawer. I'm going to miss that one. Um, hey, let's get straight into the lay bin now, boys. And Tommy, I'm sure you have plenty to offer for this segment. Um, you know, tra- you're a very worldly man now. You've mm. been traveling the globe. You'll would have bought plenty of material home with you oh, i could have
2: yeah had a huge amount from airports as we discussed <laughs> on the show this <clears> airports <throat> are the lowest humans ever at airports um, <laughs> airports are humans <laughs> they've got their own economy too and <laughs> you see the lowest there. humans ever yeah. um just something i noticed and i won't go on about uh too much overseas but one thing i noticed in paris and london pedestrian lights so the traffic lights they don't have noises so you have to actually watch the red man turn to green. Yeah, right. Half the people just sit there and wait until the... And they don't notice. Someone goes. And what do the blind people do? So it's like sheep, is it? As soon as one goes, everyone goes. <laughs> like, you have to actually stand there. Everyone's on their phones and the light goes green and then like 10 seconds later, they oh, shit, we better walk. It's probably a bad idea, I think. Well, what Get do the people, blind people do? Oh, well, they have a dog with them to let them know. <laughs>
0: This is some quality, <laughs> quality material straight off the this top. This is why this is the best
2: segment on the show. So it's that's in the live <laughs> in. Um, <laughs> we're off to a good start. Did you see many blind people that uh, were no, like just left standing there? No, there's no <laughs> blind people over there. They all got hit by cars. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Dear me. Oh well.
0: What else have we got, Tom?
2: Uh, <laughs> got one for the backboard. Yes. Uh, can I? I've been positive. I've come back from holidays. Like in a good mood. GWS and their media department, their mm. social media work is outstanding. Mm. I, I think a lot of people are jumping on the GWS bandwagon just because of their social media work. The, one, the magpie
1: one the other day was good when he was chasing the magpie out of the oh, place. So good. <laughs>
2: it, everything is good. The um, Russell Coit. Have you seen mm. that one with him? Mm. Yes, yeah, just pretty some
1: beauties. Very good. <laughs> be now, I won't take up as much time as Tom. Um, jockey sackings two in particular, obviously. Craig Williams. Oh, did he get sacked, did he? Did yeah, he? have you oh, not read about that? They were talking about that. Was that because you were overseas? <laughs> they were talking about that in Lake Como, actually. That's oh, okay, far right, there yeah. <laughs> Well, there's one in particular. And then the Jimmy Orman one, That that's I think that's even worse, in Did my he opinion. get sacked?
0: I didn't yep. even know. Why? Yep. Blake Shinon, and Tino yep. for the remainder of the preparation. I think
1: that both of those can get in the lay bin because both those boys have obviously done a stack of work with both horses. Um, both horses were first up and weren't out there to, you know, um, to be losing rides and they've both lost their rides so I hope that the connections might be eating their words Not much to gain
2: in that scenario uh, there's so. lead up runs mm.
0: Can I play devil's advocate for a moment just not with the Willow one, but with the James Ormond one, being a Queensland to Victorian setup, mm. I can kind of understand that a little bit more. Like, yeah, I agree. When you've got Fair Blake much. Shin hopping on, who will literally find lengths in a broomstick, Fair enough. Um, I can understand that. I don't think Jimmy Ormond did a hell of a mm. lot wrong, mm. though, on yeah. that ride on Antino. So I think there's a little bit, there's a, a few other byproducts to that sacking than just that Particular ride on Antino. Do you reckon I reckon it
1: was interesting that was probably no talk at all about him being on the horse and anyone being worried about. Oh, you know, he hasn't ridden at Flemington a lot. Is this going to be a worry? Until it was a worry yeah, after the race. Yeah, exactly <laughs> right.
2: <laughs> I, think, I think that was a worry for a lot of formatters though. Okay. barrier well, inside barrier. <clears throat> James Ormond. The only way he was going to get beat, in a lot of people's opinion, was settle behind the lead. We made the point, or you made the point, that he wasn't actually there necessarily to win. It was a lead-up race. It's not his main aim. That's fair. But I see the point as well of it could have kicked up. If they were there to win, it's an awful ride. Does that make sense? If they was going the grand final, yeah, yeah, that ride yeah. is... Yeah, of course, can just yeah. say how bloody
0: good, good is the horse, by the way, too? ran Correct. the fastest he's last 200 massive. of in entire meeting. when clear. It's funny you're yeah.
1: saying how good was the horse, but at the end of the day, if the horse took <clears> the gap that I definitely think was there, well, then he's a genius all of a sudden because mm-hmm. he's blowing the whistle up the fence and he looks like a jet, and he keeps arriving. Because the horse has balked at the gap and he hasn't got it, then the yeah. bloke's copped it flak and he
0: sacked. These <laughs> are the fine lines yeah. at the top level of yeah, racing correct. though, isn't it? This yeah. is what Makes and breaks, blokes, for well, sure. Well, there's got to
1: be someone to blame, doesn't there?
0: Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> well, there <that> does, doesn't there? <laughs> yeah, It's def- either the trainer or the jockey, so. yeah, <laughs> right, you make a really good point. Um, boys, I'd love to talk Labians with you all day, but let's get straight into the racing because we've got <laughs> a Group 1 card headlined by the Underwood Stakes at Caulfield's Preview. And uh, before we do that, we might talk a little bit about the track, Tommy, the rails plus six metres the entire circuit. Uh, how can you see this playing on Saturday, mate?
2: Uh, wind has a huge impact at Caulfield. Um, believe it or not, and light breeze, very little wind. So I'm anticipating the track to play pretty well. Um, I don't mind the rail in this position. It, um, I think you'll be able to make ground. It always favours those up on speed, but um, a little bit, but I think it'll be fair. <coughs> last in
0: this position on the 22nd of July, and those horses making the wide runs on the turn looked a little disadvantaged. So forward mm. of midfield, that's it's certainly a of how I've... Yeah, yeah general just general punting rule for me, yep. how I g- want to play it well. Let's head straight into race five, which is the listed Jim Maloney stakes for the three-year-old fillies over 1,400 metres. Uh, and that start, that 1,400 metre start, it's always a tricky one at Caulfield um, when it comes to sorting out the order. The key speed influences here do look to have drawn inside. Zucaret in one, likely leader from the paint. Oz Empress will push forward from four. Stella Maffied will likely box seat. And Perfect from 11 will push across.
2: Is that about right, Tommy? Yeah, I think I was impressed. Uh, is a horse that leads. Um, well, I agree with you. Yep. Yep. Um, I'm not having a bet in this
0: race. I'm shouldering arms to this. I think um, it's not. There's nothing that jumps out in terms of value or price here that I want to get involved in. Um, probably got zucarette on top, um, just given that um, well placed up to 1,400 metres, drawn one and. Um, that Queensland form. Uh, what about you? Are
2: you having a bet? Yeah, she did enough at Moonee Valley last time in the Atlantic Jewel. Um, Miracle <coughs> Love's a fascinating horse. A lot of time for this horse. Um, interesting training partnership now with Masara and um, Gavin Rich at Scone over from here. This filly was enormous in the Jada Atkins. Mm. Um, I was a little bit against her there. She kind of proved me wrong. Um, we see the winner of that go around in a golden rose. She's a very nice filly. Do I want to dive in at the price? Probably not, but I'll probably tip her on top. So... Uh, again, I'm shouldering arms a little bit. It's a Really interesting race.
1: Yeah, look, I'm staying out too. I think it's a pretty tough race. Do you think Tommy with Miracle of Love again? The one I'm probably gravitating to eventually. B Shin, she's got the right form lines. 480, she opened. Would that probably be a price that you would have been happy with? I'd entertain that. Yeah. She could
2: clearly be best horse in race. Yeah, she's she's, great one form. I love these. Is. Love these horses. Queensland preps under their belt as well. They've travelled. Um, she probably spelled up there. I'm not actually too sure. I know she trialed It's going to the home track, but I like the Queensland preps early spring. Yep. Um, so I think fitness won't be an issue for yeah, her. Yeah, that's right. Um, I'll, yeah, I probably would have taken 455 yeah. because just as soon as sure.
1: markets went up, she was the one they found straight away. And just the other one that you and I found, Nick, mm. um, last season, Treasure Way, she was what looked disappointing first up. You mm. could probably easily make excuses with where she was in the run. She drew, I think she drew one, which ended up not being where you wanted to be at all. I like that Jamie sticks with her. And we're getting, you know, 17, 18 to 1. It's probably, I'll probably see how the track is on the day, um, but she might be something I can spec each way because, as we mentioned before I first up runner, jump out behind Gigi Kick oh, couldn't have been any more impressive. So. Maybe at the um, the price, you might be worth a spec each way, but it's a pretty tough race, I feel.
0: No, nah, really good points. Price is king there. You're look, looking at the corpse sort of sixteens around Treasure mm. Way, and as you said, that market support uh, for Miracle of Love 480 into yeah. 350. You'll get a better price on the exchange on the day, no doubt, Tommy. Uh, let's head to race six now, guys. The listed Testerossa set weights 1400 meters. I wish I win. Won this race last year. Um, in terms of speed map, you've got Buffalo River. Who knows one way? Bandersnatch, Savannah Cloud, um, Corner Pocket stepping up to 1,400 metres. They look the likely speed influences. Uh, here to shock can be prominent too. Um, amenable lobs here off that eye-catching run um, <coughs> at Group One level and. Uh, I'm interested on your thoughts around Amenable. Looks a horse to me screaming out for the mile. Remains at 1400 metres. Uh, what's your take on this race? Might start with you, Rhys. Yeah,
1: look, I'm I'm gonna not have a bet in the race, but I think you can't possibly go around with him. From what we've seen, he he was the best of like all the horses that finished in front of him in the Group One. All had softer runs, and he still made really good ground late. Um, Zara is a key booking. They are probably going to ride in quiet from the 1400 at Caulfield up her run. Hope that you know Buffalo River here to shock those ones you mentioned. Rock and Roll, because um, I thought maybe if they didn't for some reason, that might be his undoing. That maybe a, s- a slow tempo and he'd have to be you know run sub 33 to get over the top of them. Um, but I don't you don't think you could go around him. But you know I'm not as you know I'm not much of a. Um, Punter at those type of odds, but I think he's definitely the horse to beat,
0: and you'd probably be risking going around him, I think. Mm, well, on SP profile out of that race, like, and I, I'm going to side with Bandersnatch, who I'll talk about shortly, but Bandersnatch SP'd $101 mm. in that group one, Amenable SP'd 31 Amenable ran the fastest last 400 and 200 metres of a weight for age race. And 600
2: and 800, Yeah, and, 800 and whatever. Just whatever. Yeah, incredible. and
0: gets a one and a half kilo yeah. weight drop coming here. So in terms of like setup, incredibly hard to beat, you're going to probably take, you might take tomato sauce about a minute mm. or one in the day, two bucks at the moment. Tommy, how are you going to play?
2: And I know you mentioned Zara on, but that is a jockey upgrade at the moment. Cars mm. not riding anywhere yeah. near her best. You need some confidence. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Um, so a big jockey upgrade. Blinkers again. Blinkers back on, winkers off as well. So interesting what that does. Um, that might sharpen him up for the 1,400 metres. So that'd be the query. Do so I want to dive in at odds <coughs> on or even money for a back marker around Caulfield, Barry 10, blinkers on, probably needing a mile? Maybe not, but clearly best source in the race, clearly scary, and it means I, I don't really want to be with him, but I don't want to be against him. Mm, so yeah, you'd um, have to be tricky. Have big ones on you to take him on, I think. Yeah. Yes. So yeah. But you're nervous at the 400
0: potentially mm, as well. That's right. So. Yeah. He's certainly not in the lay column for me, but mm. I think Bandersnatch, who ha- there has been a lot of support now, into Six Bucks touched five <laughs> earlier this morning. Um, but opened at eight, look, first up, we were with him, I'm pretty sure, first up, and there was excuses, pulled up lame, complete forgive job. Then only two and a half lengths off Mr Brightside, ran well above market expectations uh, in the Group 1, crossing the line with Amenable too. I think that's key key to note. Um, <coughs> I think he's the one that benefits from remaining at the 1400 versus Amenable, who's looking for the mile and yeah. above. So I can entertain Bandersnatch at the price. Like he's drawn barrier one. Geordie Child's a great front running jockey. He's going to put himself into the race. So. Bandersnatch, I think, is a bet for me. And I'm also going to spec corner pocket. Um, I just marked him as one to watch from that first up run, 1,200 metres at the valley, gave the heavily backed recommendation, seven kilos in a slowly run race. It turned into a sit and sprint. He's better suited here up to 1,400 metres, little bit of speed on. He's going to take enormous improvement. So Bandersnatch, corner pocket for me. No knock on a medal as a horse, just at the price and remaining at 1,400 metres. Race number seven, Group 3, Caulfield at Guinea's Prelude, three-year-olds, Colts and Geldings, 1,400 metres. Arf Cabin won the race last year, Lightsaber in 2021, and Crosshaven back in 2020. This is a nice race. Both the unbeaten Stapardi and the highly talented V8 were excellent first start, winning the McKenzie and the McNeil Stakes respectively, and both are open to enormous improvement again. Um, Centify certainly lost no admirers last start. She-Light's been home strong both times in, suited this trip. Little Bros also looks ready. Hey, here, look, um, over to you boys. How are you assessing this one?
1: You can start, Russ. Uh Yeah, look, I'm going for some odds here. I don't think Little Bros has done much wrong, really. Um, I think you could probably say, I think it's good that he hasn't been as brilliant this time around, 11 and 1,200, which probably I hope shows that he's, he's up to running 1,400 or a strong 1,400. The draw probably off-putting a little bit from 12, but... I'm siding with two horses here. One of them's going to be right up on speed, Rock Empire, right down the bottom of Gay. You know, it's going to be on speed from one. So I'm sort of saving. Hopefully, it's either a run on race or obviously a, a race that's going to be dominated up on speed. So I think Rock Empire on speed is a good each way bet at closer to 20 to one off a really impressive um, debut run where he had to do a little bit of work to sit outside the leader and he was dominant in the end. And we know what Gay can do with these horses. They can quite easily take a, a large jump um, in class. And then, yeah, obviously Little Bros is the other one. So if they do overdo it up top, I think Little Bros can be one that's charging on late as long as the track's playing um, playing fairly. But, look, obviously a great race. You can make, obviously, a great case for V8 and party she lights probably the other one. I was a bit disappointed that Drew White again had been following in the whole way through. Sensify was great, I thought, in the, mm-hmm. the party race. It was like a boat race, I thought, party's win. like. Just to be outside the leader, they did no work. The two at the back of Mars never had a chance. So I am really interested to watch this race. I'm not going to be surprised if V8 or Sapati win,
0: but I was hoping for a bit of value and something might jump the grades really quickly. Yeah, it's interesting you say that. That um, centrefire race, it went 12.1 lengths slower than the <coughs> class average to the six. They so handed it to Sapati. handed to it. I don't
1: know if if the boys, B Allen and, and Zara, would have got a spray after it, but in the first 200 metres... Well, it probably didn't help... Um, <clears throat> Sorry, Zara's horse. I can't remember the name of it. It didn't step great, and he was sort of put in that position. He didn't want to fire it up and have it outside him. But they'd go on the first four hundred metres, and brave if St- yeah, and it, brave me, that's right. And if Stapati got beat in that race, he had he was his bu- bubble was burst. He had to win the way that race was run. So I am interested in a, a bit more pressure race from a probably not a favourable draw in eight. It'll be interesting to see where he gets to. Mm. Um, but I was happy just to. I'm not going to lay
2: him, but I was happy to bet around him. Yep, Tommy. Maps the fascinating thing we touched on it. Um, at 8. There's three horses with good speed inside him. I don't think they'll want to push the button. It's not his grand final. It's a group three. He can win group ones the way he's going. Um, oh, I think they'll look to f- take a sit. Do the riders try and hold him out? Um, 1,400 metres corfield. You don't really want to be trapped wide, no mm. cover. So the map's the biggest thing. If he lobs one-one where there's a chance they go, they do go hard. You've got Rock Empire in the bottom that kicks up and he could slot in. The race could be over at the four uh, with 400 metres after they jump yep. um, at the thousand metre mark because Stepardi could lob in the one one and then it, the race is his. If they do, if he is trapped wide, very tricky. Um, the in-play punters at Betfair will be keeping a close eye on the map there. I agree, Rock Empire. I love that win. Um, got some chance. I'll be um, potentially having something each way, Rock Empire, or maybe more to play. So I've got Stepardi on top, but again, I don't really want to dive in at the price. Mm. I'm diving. Ten, ten I like, like a 10 metre platform. <laughs> don't ruin your hair. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Quadruple puck, pike into a tuck. What's that? There <laughs> We go there. I asked um, the wrong bloke. Yeah, I don't know. I'm <laughs> with Stepardi. I oh, think he just looks pretty special. Um, tactical speed will push forward. You spoke about the map. Some people call me Prinzero, Rock Empire. I think they're going to press early stages. I think that's either going to set up nicely for Stepardi to lob in the 1-1. They're drawn inside... Um, Here, more, if he's there, he's tactical enough and can use that speed to go forward. Um, Paul Pushka has spoken, though, about wanting to use, wanting to see the versatility with Mm Stepadi, even last start at the Valley to go back, which he didn't. Um, But, yeah, look, I think um, if he gets in that 1-1, it's sort of game over. He won arrogantly. Um, He produced a figure last time at 1400 at Flemington that would win this, and and Den y- Dean Deanyendle was soft on him on the line in the last two hundred. With so, a raging horn. Yeah, so it's ridiculous. I think we keep getting black odds about Staparty. Like if you look through his SP profile, we've got close to sort of three three bucks <coughs> most <coughs> most starts, and I think he's pretty special. Beware of the unbeaten horse, really keen Staparty. That
2: that concerns me regarding. Oh, I'm worried, and this is why I'm not backing. I agree with everything you said. The only reason why I'm not backing him is because the education run they may just take a sit and just use this as a lead-up, mm. see if he can fire from like, – this is a perfect setup for him to actually look for a sit. Mm. Um, so the map's just a little query. And you're jumping off V8, mate?
1: I'm jumping off you, V8. You grabbed your money first up and you just run with it.
0: And that's absolutely no-knock V8. I think I think he's a great horse. There's um, a legacies that he beat there. First up, and we'll we we'll open to enormous improvement still from from that run. But I just think party might be a Fair little enough. bit of a class above. Yep. Um, let's head to race eight, the Group Two MRC Foundation Cup. Is this the Naturalism, formerly known as? Um, win and you're into the Caulfield Cup. Smoke and Romans won it last year. Nonconformist in 2021. Look tough race. Speed map. Goldman, future history, look, the likely leaders. Um, Bear <coughs> Story and Barclay Square, they may be prominent. Doesn't look an abundance of speed. I found this one really hard to figure out, Tommy. I, I'm not sure about you in terms of if you're going to play, but I am Stephen Smith, shouldering arms.
2: Oh, it's such a tough race. You've got horses that might be here to win because it's a winning you're in. You've got horses second up, horses first up. Um, uh, yeah, it's um, tricky. There's a lot of improvement between horses... First up, second up into the third up runs. Oh, I've got no idea who's here to peak. Like Goldman, perfect example. Um, really good horse on his day. He'll improve up in trip. He had he just couldn't win the way the race panned out last up mm. f- from where he was. Was that a barrier trial? Does he cross now and lead? Are they ready to go? If so, he can win. Um I could say that about quite a few, so I'm happy to let it go.
1: Yeah, look, I'm going to let it go too. There's just three horses I want to mention at odds that if they'd drawn a bit better, I might expect. He's a shocker. was great first up. He is a bit of a, I guess, a non-winner. But look, this isn't a particularly strong race. He was super. Dead set super through the line first up. Um, barrier 20, they're probably going to have to take their medicine and go back. But if they do run on in this with Bieschen and the saddle, I think he's, he's one to watch. Bear Story was really good last start and they are looking towards some cups with him. Um, again, drawn 12, not sure where he's going to get to in the run, but I think he's a horse to watch going forward. And Hustler War, footy, <laughs> it was actually okay through the line this last time. This
0: held us up last series, I reckon, this horse. Was yes. It? Yeah. No, it
1: was you. Just you. Oh, it just was just you. me, sorry. Just, but that was the day we had a red sen- sensation That's as the well. One. But this he's horse back. was not bad at all through the line, and I reckon one more here into something 24, 2500 this is a horse that will go around at big odds and can run a drum somewhere, I reckon, if at least. If Hustle War makes yep.
2: a Caulfield Cup, I'll be... I don't know what I'd <laughs> do. Well, you're going to go on another overseas holiday. I'm <laughs> I might never appear on the show again, which is a win for you guys. Yeah, correct. Yeah, I, but that's I, I'm hoping I, it goes well. <laughs> I,
0: actually, I actually agree with you around he's a shocker who presents the value out of the mm. heatherly. Yep. Like ran the second fastest last round of that race in behind, behind, behind Sulcum, who yep. was explosive. And so, he's
1: going around 10 bucks in a, yeah, a really good race, plus, so to speak, coming up. Yeah,
0: yeah no, good call. Um, shouldering arms, shouldering arms, shouldering arms. Mm. All right, at least we all agree on something today. Um, Let's head to the Group 1 boys on the card. That's race nine. The Underwood Stakes, wait for age, 1,800 metres. Alligator (coughs) Blood won the race last year, going for back-to-back. Zaki in 2021, Russian Camelot uh, 2020. Um, Looks like it will be competitive up top in the early stages. You've got Tommy's horse Lindemann, Alligator Blood, Smoke and Roman's Right You Are, Bank Moore if gets a run, Tuvalu. The old boy vow and declare can kick up and hold a spot as well. How
2: do you see this one panning out, Tommy? Yeah, I think alligator bud leads. Whether Linderman kicks up or not is the query and holds him out, and makes him work. Two belows the up there. There's a bit of pressure. Um, Mwanga. What do they do with Morunga from a wide Being very plain... I saw him having a pop over a couple of hurdles this morning out at Royal Park. Oh, Pakenham. I love that. Mm. That's good There's intel. There's some intel for you. He That'll will cost you 50. Him. He will improve. They'll, <laughs> Simple they'll, as that. They'll, they'll back him into $3 and he'll run eight. That'll be good. Um, <laughs> I'll be training him up for the bull. How much... <laughs> Jericho. How many times <coughs> do they back this horse? He just gets backed every start, but the reason why I'm talking about him, he's drawn 17, um, blinkers off... Do they go back or do they try something? Do they spark him up and say, let's go forward now? Um, that's the query, just he had pressure. I'm bullish. Um, I've been keeping my powder dry for most of this program, but I'm very keen on the new kid on the block without a fight. I loved his first up run. I remember we um, talked yeah. about him. I was going in his- You run. and I were both on him. 10 we to were, 1. We were. we were, 10 to 1. I think, you've, uh, uh, I think you've stopped
0: talking about him, uh, to oh, be we, fair. When you, run the fastest,
2: when you run the fastest 600, 400 and 200 of the meeting, first up over 1,800 metres, you're a good horse. He ran 33.92, two six four, eleven eight four 84 home. First up 1,800 metres, dominant win. Stepped up, second up, another dominant win. Um, he's the best horse in the race, in my opinion. I think he's here to run well and he will be very, very hard to beat.
0: Does he oh, do it again? Does he in terms of like what's his
2: jump outs, trials or trial like? trial trials? Enormous. Yep. Yeah, very um good. I think he's a better horse than these. Alligator Blood's a scary horse in the back up. I'm very scared, but I'm just working out whether I have a big go without a fight, save alligator blood or do I just take the 340 on off at a place on Betfair and load up one by three? So I'm just working that out. But if he's as good as you say, is it only be bad luck that stops you running top three, wouldn't it? Yeah, I, I think so. I think he's got to turn a foot and get him out of trouble. There's there should enough be speed some good on. pressure. There
1: should be a bit of, like if Mawonga goes forward, then there probably is a bit of pressure here. Yes, that there's enough pressure. To run on, yeah.
2: um, pressure in numbers as well. And do you reckon Oliver will go slowly now after the criticism during the week? Um,
0: I think he's I think experienced. He, yeah, yeah to I, think he he I think he can. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he um, care less.
2: I, that talk was amazing. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I'm very confident without a fight finishes top three, I think it'd be very hard to beat, and I think he should probably be favourite. Okay, yeah. fair enough.
0: I, I mean, I'm not buying... I'm with alligator blood, mm. for what it's worth, and I guess the bit that confuses me is he's still going good. Like, Mm. he hasn't regressed. Mm. There's just been enormous improvement about Mr Brightside. So seven-day backup, out to 1,800, there's no Mr Brightside here. So um, he's certainly not getting better. But, like, again, I think he's holding his form. The ratings suggest he's holding his form. If he handles the backup, um, I think he can take care of these. Uh, I think without a fight, gets better as he gets into his preparation. Um, I can't disagree with what you're saying about without the fight being Potentially the best horse in the race, particularly now. Um, so I'm with Alligator Blood up top. I reckon he's a bulldog. I'm not. Ju- I'm not jumping off him, and um, I think three bucks fifty, three sixty is is a reasonable price about him. And Ollie's going to say stuff you if he uh, <laughs> to the critics if he <laughs> uh, if he does the get line, the if I mean. he does get the Group One. Uh, um, sorry, yeah. no, you no, go. i right.
1: yep. uh, Well, we might get the trifecta here because I'm going something else as well. Welcome. Um, <laughs> Massive first up. There's no doubt about it. I understand he didn't beat a whole of a lot and the form ones probably don't match up to group one quality, but he was close enough to untouched. He was just taking Blake into all the gaps. Blake just had to shake the reins at him. He was massive. Um, I think I'm interested that uh, he's been trained out of Mount Macedon. Um, I think uh, Charlie Duckworth said after the race they've had their first two runners out of there have been winners. Um, So I already like that. It seems like the horses are, are loving it out there and I think this horse can go back to a similar level he had overseas. Um, when he did win here at Flemington, I think Craig Williams wrote him, I'm just trying to find yeah, right. the race, the El- yep. Queen Elizabeth, he beat Luncys, mm. which isn't great form lines either, but without a fight, did beat Luncys first at last prep. So they do tie in a bit. Um, and I think they're, they're the two horses. Without a fight, no doubt, I 100% agree with you, Tom. He's a massive watch, but... When they went up double figures, Sulcum, shin sticks. He obviously knows that the horse has got a bit under the hood for him to stick with him. So, yeah. um, I think we can go go and go close to having the trifecta boys. I think we've got three very
0: strong chances in that race. How was the turn of foot on him in that heavily? Like, he did, it's like he's never really letting go. Two of the race. I mean, it was a slowly run race, <laughs> but that was surprising. It, was, for it like. was like
1: everything in the field was going up and down the one spot, and he was Sulcum <laughs> darting through yeah, the field. Seriously. And, like it was almost he was leaning against him. He was that soft on him, so. And I just think Blake could have ridden probably a few horses in this race. And if you stuck with him off a, a run like that, um, I think he's got a bit of faith in him too.
0: Well said. Uh, boys, that rounds out our look at Caulfield for today. And before we head to Rose Hill Gardens, we got a got our favourite, our flagship segment on the program is back. And that's Trainer of the Week with Reese Goodwin. Yep.
1: Uh, we had a couple of weeks off from this. Um, Gano stepped in last week, did Ride of the Week. You had Nash Hot. The week before. So we're going back to the trainer of the week. I'm going to go with Clint McDonald, Star Patrol. He was first up last Saturday off 22 weeks and a throat operation. He'd given him three trolls, which was great preparation for his first up run. They went very, very quick in that race up the straight. And he was dead set out on his legs late. The two that went with him, uh, the Griffiths runner, Najem Sahal and... Can't remember the other horse that was outside with him. Dead set finish last and second last, a long way off the rest of the field, and he was brave enough to hang on. So credit to the horse, but also credit to the stable for having him forward enough off a throat operation for a solidly run 1200 metre down the race, a uh, 1200 metre race down the straight, and to hang on. So trainer of the week, Clint
0: McDonald. Good call, Najim Sahel. I was with, busted up. They went 11, close should to 11 lengths faster the uh, like than the 600 i the class. I'm, should he have just gone like fence, fence? I didn't mind it. Yeah, well, I thought the same as well. I was like, fence. if you're going to split, go where it's the, hot. That's all the horse knows, yeah, yeah. is the fence. It was yeah, a strange day, wasn't it, Tommy? Yeah. There was
1: mm. fence early. I think the first two straight races, Barry's
2: one, two, three, in both races maybe? And the So yeah, the, first, the next minute they've gone straight to the outside. It was bizarre. First race, they a lot of horses loomed up yeah. out mm. wide in yeah. the middle of the trail. Just the, the middle was off, in The I middle, think. yeah. That's what I meant by so, his, Yeah, Nacho
0: win Side and yep. the rail. Our last yep. cash was yeah, inside
2: fence. As well, race two, one barriers, one, two, three, four. Finish one, two, three, mm. four. Yep. Mm. So, Stratton Angel was against. And them then they came in the
0: outside fence.
1: I just think the middle was off. Anyway, good on you, Clinton. <laughs> <laughs>
0: no, nah, it's a good one. I like that, um, mate. We're going into your segment, which is what caught my eye for this week. Hamburger, and,
1: haylock segment.
0: Yeah, it's extraordinary. What. It could be some... It's extraordinary. I'm waiting for some beach shots if it's or something any, if it's here. like he's in this will be good. All I've seen is Instagram stories of him at the beach, so I can't <laughs> wait to see what's caught
2: your eye there's back a, There's work. a lot of um, boyfriends of Instagram <laughs> going I should, on. I should have done that. Yeah? Um, should have taken some photos of guys taking photos. Yeah, I'm a, I'm um, a master at that. <laughs> <laughs> Group one. Uh, what's caught my eye? Um, a little bit self-indulgent, not really, for here. Um, expert tips on the Betfair app. If you haven't seen it, check it out. You might see your mugs on there if you tip, a, tip something not. on the show. Um, send in your good photos, please. Your right side photos. Hopefully not oh, the one
1: that's got the picture of our group on WhatsApp. Don't yeah. send that one out <laughs> <laughs> for me. I went footlander um, Turn right.
2: <laughs> <laughs> or is it left? <laughs> uh, so expert tips. Make sure you update your app, uh, Betfair app. It's We've got some cool things. We've got firmers, drifters on there. But the expert tips coming um, your way, so all our content providers, Jackson Oldham, who's a friend of the show, obviously. he's in he, he his, born at the moment? He gets his tips up there, so follow him if you want to find out what he's backing. Um, just download the app. Perfect. Well said.
0: Um, well, let's go to Rose Hill Gardens now, another Group <coughs> 1 card and plenty of black type racing to take a look at. Uh, we'll talk about the track conditions first. Good four, rail plus two. How do you expect it to play?
2: Yes, I uh, wouldn't be surprised if it's, I, I have a feeling this rail position, um, when we saw it last, they watered the inside, it was a little bit off fence. So just, Golden slip a day. It was, yeah, so just keep an eye on that. Um, I think the track will be okay, to be honest, it's pretty good weather. Um, I often find from the shoot starts at Rose Hill, you, you want to be up on speed.
0: Well, let's start off with race four, the listed heritage stakes for the three-year-olds, 1,100 metres and... The Speed map here Royal Tribute will lead the up. Osmosis will likely land in the 1 1. Uh, namesake Fire Lane, other speed
2: influences. It's a nice race, this Tommy. Yeah, I think Royal Tribute uh, leads <coughs> Osmosis, and I think they're the only two hopes. Uh, it's a fascinating setup. So Osmosis beat Royal Tribute last campaign. Um, that was Royal Tribute's debut, and Osmosis has had the run. Um, so <laughs> they completely changed. It's going to reverse now. Whereas Royal Tributes had the the run and broke his maiden um, and he meets Osmosis first up. Royal Tributes, Waterhouse bot, absolutely airborne, Tim Clark on, great front-running rider. And then you got Bjorn Baker first up with Rachel King on. I know who I'd rather be on. That's Waterhouse um, second up off a win with Tim Clark on board leading and you're getting better value. But I think Osmosis is a better horse. If this was a grand final for both of them, I'd be on Osmosis. Oz, I'd just i I'd rather be with Royal Tribute than Osmosis. I just think I, I probably won't bet in the race. If I do bet, I'll take Royal Tribute at the odds, but the market's going to be fascinating.
0: Hmm. I, I reckon you're overthinking it. <laughs> I reckon you made a really good point in there, and that's Osmosis is the best horse. Trolled up beautifully, deserves favouritism. I'm not overthinking it. I think Osmosis is a bet and gives Royal Tribute likely a first-degree windburn.
2: <laughs> likely.
0: That's how I'm playing it.
2: Fair enough. <laughs> head to head. Fair enough. <laughs> so you don't care that Royal Tribute's had a run under its belt. Oh, it's no. Fitter, it's, a, it's, it's had a win at Leeds. It's got Matt's position. It's got half a kilo off osmosis as well. There's you a might, f- there's one of a, us to be there's right. A fitness, there's, a fitness, there's a fitness edge component yeah. to it.
0: Uh, I think Rachel King just stalks Tim Clark everywhere he goes. And and you, you don't get in too much trouble in this game if you can clearly back the best horse in every race. That's my opinion.
2: Yeah. yeah. What I... I do like Rachel King using Tim Clark as a pacemaker. Mm. She's not going to be out bowling along in front. She can just sit a lot. I like that. I like that position. I'm just worried that Royal Tribute will give a big kick. Pro- um, probably haven't spoken about your your boy in this race. Yeah, but,
1: well, I think, he's, I think he's going terrible. Yeah. I think he's going absolutely terrible. He had two, three trials in Sydney, then they brought him to Melbourne. He still didn't jump out that great, I feel. Um, I think the stable are well aware that he's not going as good as they want him to, so they've held him back a number of times. Um, from probably stronger races, I feel. So, yeah, I, I, I just have to watch and see how he goes here. There's one I am going to make a case for is Chris Christelli Chris Dilly, yep. Chris Chris Absolute forgive run first up. Started 460 behind Autumn Ballet. J-Mac rode there. Did everything wrong. It was way too keen on the wrong leg. Got shunted out on the corner. James McDonald switched it off late. It was a complete forget run. Been back to the trials. And I think will improve immensely, um, and it's worth something each way. I think the second. I think there was a second to Kamachi in their last prep on firm ground. You can argue when she did win, it oh. was on heavy ground, but yeah, there yeah. was a second to Kamachi there, which probably ties in pretty good in my opinion. So I think she'll definitely
2: improve um, and shouldn't be that, that price. I'm not sure the Phillies stack up. Great, <coughs> that's all. Mm. We'll find out, won't we? Mm. Race number five,
0: Group Three, Colin Stephen. It's quality, 2400 meters. Sir Lucan, Faze Angel, True Marvel, Fancy Man, they're gonna push forward. Um, that's about as far as I got in this race, I'm not betting.
2: It's a 2,400 metre race with a bunch of degraders. Um, no tempo in the race, no for me. i um, will be jogging up and down on the spot. I reckon Nick could beat some of these with a torn abductor. <laughs> yeah. Adductor. <Running> back, <laughs> ab, adductor, sorry. <laughs> running backwards after yeah. butchering a
1: bounce. Yeah, and fall over once and <laughs> keep going. Now I'm not getting involved yeah. either. This probably shouldn't be on a group one day,
2: this race. It's an awful group three. <laughs>
0: Up. glowing reports <laughs> for the Group 3 Colin Stephen on Golden Rose Day uh, race number 6 let's have a look at the Group 2 golden pendant Phillies and mares set weights and penalties 1400 metres it was won by Nimeli last year from Pan and Papali uh, this year we've got speed map wise Diamond Dealer and Banana Queen they look the likely leaders here from Zoo Gotcha she will likely sit in behind <coughs> them SB owner the market fancy um, I'm interested where she gets from 3 with Nash on board and uh, not an abundance of speed in this race, Tom.
2: Uh, Diamond Dealer leads from Banana Queen. That looks a speed. What on earth do you do with this race? It is an absolute head scratcher. You got Joe Moreira and Ryan Moore taking over for Waller, and then you got Nash sticking with Espiona. Mm. You got Zogotcha, who has the SP profile edge over Espiona. They what was it? A, a one point four lengths, or look at that? One point two lengths split them last start. They all come <laughs> off a lead up. It was a race that the leaders just absolutely folded like a, a house of cards. Um it was a weirdly run race. Espiona was fantastic. Do I want to dive in at Espiona? Shorter price than Zugotcha now off that. Oh, I've got no idea what's going
1: Espiona SP17's first up. Runs great, as she always yeah, does. And yeah, now you've got to be taking 270. Correct.
2: <laughs> You'd have to be a single, wouldn't you? <laughs> when she beat a tissue who was held up and Zugotcha who was along the inside fence by like a length. Mm. Oh, it's absolute head-scratcher, especially with the
0: jockey bookings. I completely agree with everything you said, and that's why I've gone a little left field in terms of the form that I'm bringing oh. here. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I like Banana Queen it's yeah. a one-by-three yep. prospect. So she was a last-start Group 3 winner at Newcastle. That was over 1,400 metres. She re- reeled off the fastest last four and 200 metre of the race, one of the faster, lastest, faster last 200s of the meeting. She ran away from them through the line. Remains at the trip here... Um, is fit and with that race that we spoke about, how being <coughs> relatively void of speed, I think she can settle outside the leader here. Diamond Dealer be strong late. Look, Espiona certainly an eye catcher um, through the Shirocco. Yeah, will appreciate the step up in trip. Um, but I'm getting the same to place about Banana Queen as I am to win about Espiona. And how many lengths is Espiona going to give Banana Queen at the 400?
1: And probably not off a great tempo either. She'll have to reel home something special.
0: And Banana Queen's shown that Mm. she can sit and sprint. So um, I I think one by three-wise, Banana Queen's a really good play coming from a different form line than uh, the market fancies in this one, fellas. Would
1: would we be right in saying uh, I think a tissue and zoo gotcha one more 1600 is going to be better for them? Yes. Like, you're talking $3 and $5 about two mares that probably want a bit further. But they're
2: also the class horses.
1: They're yeah, yeah but that's the race. thing. But I'm thinking off the, the small field, $1,400, they are going to have to be every bit as good as they
2: are to get over a couple of these yeah, up yeah. on top of the speed. I don't mind the small field for a horse like a tissue because if she misses a start or a half length slow, she can be. She's only two and a half lengths off or yep. three lengths off rather than being eight. Mm. Yep
0: race number seven is the group two shannon stakes 1500 meters it was won last year by surf dancer from old flame and ellsberg and the speed map here well crosstalk's drawn more kindly today than he did in the theo marks will lead them up magical lagoons first up and third race start in australia will likely tag him into it cepheus is the other speed influence from down low Waterford's your race favourite here after running into the <coughs> minors in the Theo Marks probably deserves favouritism. Um, I'm finding it hard to find an angle in this race to bet in, so I'm going to stay out. Um, Reese, are you going to get yes, involved no, in this at all?
1: Staying out, you can just cross straight over
2: to Tommy Hamburger Hamburg, Hamburg, Haylock. Sorry, this race should be run at Orange on a Tuesday. <coughs> I thought that Colin Stephen was bad. <laughs> this is this is an awful excuse for Group Two. How, how, how do we not seventh? have runners in this race? New new mandate. Awful first up. See if he is okay. Like you've got Byron Bell coming up for Benchmark Seventy Two at Canterbury. Does and it's one of two horses a place last Does day. Waterford just unfortunately pick himself? He might, uh, but this is like new mandate adds interest. Well, you um, guys, and you guys talk
0: about cross talk. You talk about Waterhouse Bot being the best second up trainers in the business. Mm. Like I, I don't know if there's something amiss first up I've there. I'll give him a chance here. But yeah, and 100%. he was awful last time. Yeah, like he can
2: bounce back. Um, he won second up last campaign. Awful race, don't like it. <clears throat> Cepheus has to be some hope. Um, yeah, has a win over Waterford in the past, so there you I go. don't know.
0: I just yeah. orange on a Tuesday a, is one of my top three calls on layback. I reckon that's a, it. It's, it's a beautiful
1: roll into the next race, which is a Group One too.
0: Yeah,
2: that's how I was orange. <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's a good curtain raiser for race number eight, which is the Group 1 Golden Rose for the three-year-old. Set weights, 1,400 metres. Jack and I won the race last year in the Congo in 2021 and Ole Kirk in 2020. Uh, just some, I guess, a couple of stats for you here. Of eight of the past 11 winners have come through the run to the Rose. Um, four of the past 11 have gone the run to the Rose and the Golden Rose double. Um, speed map wise Um, Moravia, drawn four, likely push forward. Snapback will push across from 11. Butch, Cassidy, Libertad. uh, Charmstone is the filly in the race. We handy as well. might be a three sort of, wide running line in this race
2: as well from a map perspective, Tommy, because with some of that speed drawn outside. Yeah, Snapback gets a gear change. He's the one that adds the pressure in the race. Um, Drawn wide, what do they do? I think Butch Cassidy sits outside Moravia, um, and they're the two. Charmstone gets a beautiful run. I think Cylinder gets a beautiful run. It's a shame they get such a good run because they're the two horses I'm against. Um, Phillies haven't won this race. The only time they have was when it was run in the autumn. Um, because of EI, so forensics in 08 is the only filly in the last correct, and years that was in autumn. Um, yeah. So no fillies won it in the, in the spring. There hasn't been a huge amount, but there's usually one or two fillies in every edition. Um, I I'm very bullish in this race. Uh, one of my better betting races for the program. Uh, there's a question you have to ask yourself: Are you backing Shinzo or you're not? That's the first starting point. Shinzo, I love him. I think I know he's got to overcome a record of slipper winners, but he's the slipper winner that improved every start. he always look like he'd be a better three-year-old. They're talking Everest with him. If he's going to run an Everest, he'd be wanting to run well here. He's an expensive colt. They want, they, they don't want to run poorly here. So it's mm. as simple as that. He'll be ready to run. If you're worried about first up 1,400 metres, he's here to run well. I he, was. So that was going to be my question <laughs> to you. So thank you. So he's an expensive yeah, colt. <laughs> well, he's an expensive colt. So they're not going to sit here and have him run eight. No, they and, don't want him to run poorly, no. So no. Um, <clears> he'll be here to run very well. Ryan Moron, I loved his trial, just ambled up alongside Zaki, if you don't mind. And he, he's that, I said this before, he's the horse that I've always had a query on Slipper Winners and rightly so with their record, but he's that horse that improved. He looked, always looked like a better three-year-old. He won against the Bias, came from well back in that Pago Pago. Uh, his slipper win was fantastic. I think he's the horse to beat. I've got him on top, but I'm also backing where's, number
0: four, King Colorado. Where's he get to in the run just before you move on to the King?
2: So I think there's enough tempo. He'll be Three, it might be three wide yeah. near last. Yep. Um, I think it can track King Colorado into the race, and they can just peel off each other. So why they're going to run one I know oh, I think they'll run one two. I'll be having the Quinella. I'll be back in King Colorado as well. I think he's a, a very very good horse. Um, got a great one Winks stakes form. Um, I've got a query over the Run of the Rose. I know you mentioned the the great record of Run of the Rose uh, runners in this, but. I'm querying that form. I've never had a massive opinion of Cylinder. He's probably proved me wrong a little bit, but um, good win. But I think he was favoured that he was cuddled and I think that's his go. Just a short sprint there and that was fine. Um, I know that I'm in run well since, so the form kind of stacks up, but Tight finish. I think the two from left field with a different form, Shinzo, King, Colorado, I'm very bullish and I'm backing them both.
0: I, I love your call around the run to the Rose form here and I know i reeled off these stats and now I'm going to probably contradict them, but I, I am with you with that. Like, there's, nothing was jumping out of the pack no. to beat Cylinder and Cylinder first up in the vein. I mean, he was just there. He was tradesman-like, mm. wasn't he? Like, he just got past Ouroboros. I know that form sort of stacks up through Archo Nacho who won down the straight as well last week, but yeah, I, I'm not jumping out of the ground to back anything out of the run to Rose either, and I'll be with King Colorado, Tommy, um, with you. Do you think
2: Ouroboros would run 2.4 lengths behind Fangirl, Princess Grace in a Group 1? No. no. And,
0: so, and let's and let's also make note that in that Group 1 wing stakes that King Colorado was blocked for a run at right, a vital stage. Closer, so yeah. um, Louise Day hopping off, your man Jace Jake Collett Cole, man. hopping on. Um,
2: Slight jockey upgrade.
0: Yeah, yes, yeah, light jockey upgrade. Fair enough. i for, with...
1: for those who are listening, Tom's being sarcastic.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm with King Colorado on top as
2: well.
1: Yeah, now I'm going with him too. It's just they're astute stable by uses. They know what they're just doing. Watch the betting.
2: Well, not I wouldn't it, be surprised if it, this horse gets plunged. Like
1: that's what I it's, mean. Mm. It's you just know the setup. He's had a great first start run with not a lot of luck. They've given him time between runs. He's been back to the trials. Collette's trailed him you know, this is a group one golden rose. They're not mucking around here. to be the same as Shinzo. I understand why you could have, you know, Shinzo on top too, Um, but I'm going to go with King Colorado. I think he's got a massive amount of upside um, and I think he can certainly win this race. And as much as you think Shinzo might find his back, I think he's going to have to be, Shinzo's going to have to be very good to get past him, I feel. Um,
2: Also, is it hard to believe Shinzo started 16 bucks in the Golden Slipper? It is odd, isn't it? (laughs) And now here we are. Because it was such a weak Pago Pago, or Pango Pango, however you pronounce it, and everyone was so concerned about the, the form, but you go back and everyone had egg on their face Look, because he was the only horse to make ground yeah. wide. It was such an inside fence, his run yeah. was enormous, really. Only had cylinder at 81's futures in that. So oh, I thought we got guys. over that. Far. No, we'll never
0: get over that. That's a genuine fact. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> happy days. Well, we were all with King Colorado and a little bit of Shinzo on the yeah. side in that. So hopefully, I'll probably a, take the look on two then. Group chat could be firing. Mm. Come Group 1 time. Ooh. Boys, before we round, or well, we'll just round out the show and summarise our bets and our unit plays for this week, how we're going to be attacking these two Group 1 cards, uh, we'll start with you, Tommy, and we'll head to Corfield first for your bets, please.
2: Yeah, a couple of bets, a couple of races we haven't talked about, one at Rose Hill, one at Caulfield. Um, red card lines up in race three. She's a really good horse, um, a really good horse. Elite form lines. Fantastic career record, probably finds the 1-1 races on speed, ticks oh, so many boxes, well very found hard. in early markets too. Very short, but... Um,
1: I think there was over more than $2 when they originally opened.
2: Yeah, I didn't get any of that, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, very, very hard to beat. Red <coughs> card, nice horse. And the other one I'm, I'm not saving, but I'm having something with Dances Rouge to place. Airborne, this this girl, listed winner in Adelaide last star. She's going really well. I wish red card wasn't in the race because I'd be having a good go, La Dances Rouge. Just 1,200 metres is the only concern, but um, maps perfectly from barrier five, can get the back of red card. So
0: 1.5 units to win red card, one unit the place La
2: Donceau's Yes, Rouge. I don't like backing place bets, but that's, he that's okay. Mm. Um, and the Underwood, uh, very keen without a fight. As I said, I'm still not sure. I've got here 0. 0.5 to win, 1.5 units place. Um, that's how I might play it. I might have one unit win without a fight and just save on... Uh, alligator blood there. So that's mine at Caulfield. Do you want me to keep going? Yeah, keep rolling, mate. Oh, keep going. Um, Rose 3, Rose Hill. Number 8, Marquess. Don't know why she's not favourite. Um, how good are you? Beat her home last start, but uh, how good are you? Had a picnic in front. 4.4 4 lengths slower than um, class benchmark at the 600. Marquess off its back. Was good late. It was 1,500 metres to 1,800 metres there. Better grounding, 18 to 19. Now gets 2.5 kilos off the favourite and only got beaten half a length. I think can turn the tables. Should be favourite. units, Marquess there. Uh, In race eight, uh, the Golden Rose, uh, number two, Shinzo, 1.5 units win. And at number four, King Colorado, 1.5 units win.
1: Racey? Uh, Yeah, well, we'll kick off at Caulfield. We're going to go to the Guineas Prelude. Little Bros and Rock Empire, both one unit to win and one unit to place. And then we go to the main event, the Underwood Sulcum. Happy to have one unit to win on him, two units to place. I think he's a terrific top three hope. Then we're going to go down to Sydney. Uh, sorry, up to Sydney. Uh, I think it's race five. five. Chris one unit each way at a massive price. I think she'll improve um, and she's she's over for mine. And then we go to the main event there, the, the Golden Rose. As just mentioned, King Colorado, one unit to win, one unit to place.
0: Beautiful, fellas. Uh, Caulfield for me. You're in race six, the Testarossa, Bandersnatch, one unit to win. Corner pocket, 0.4 units to win. Just betting around the favourite amenable. In the guineas, Prelude, I'm going to have... Uh, number three, Step Hardy, two units to win as my best bet at Caulfield. Race nine in the Underwood, uh, horse number two, Alligator Blood, 1.25 units to win. Then we'll head to Rose Hill in race four, Osmosis, 1.5 units to win uh, in the Golden Pendant. We're going to side with number five, Banana Queen, units to win, 1.2 units to place. That's a one by three play. And then in the group one, the Golden Rose, number eight, King, Colorado, one unit to win. And this has just been a back only show from us. No lay bets. I was just
2: thinking about that. Yeah, back
0: with Betfair. But uh, all the best this weekend, (laughs) fellas. If we can get a result, it'll be nice. It is a tricky week. We've spread some units around there um, in an each way basis as well, which has been nice. So all the best this weekend, guys. And uh, we'll be back in your ears next week on layback with Beth.
1: What's gambling really costing you? For free and confidential support, call the number on the screen or visit the website.